Oh, hey. Oh, that music cut off fast. <laughs> it's Friday. Woo! It's Housey's Presents. That's such a live. Wow. That was that was something else over there, Scott. Um, happy Friday. Yes. Happy Friday, everybody. Woo! Uh, oh, hi. That's Tamanda. Tamanda's new to it to us today. Hi. She's filling in for Keely, our friend over there. And then we have our lovely Andy out there. Drink. What are you drinking, Andy? This is whiskey. This is whiskey Wednesday, whiskey Friday. Um, we have Tommy Savitt, or as we know now in town, Tommy Lama, mm-hmm. in the studio today. Woo! <laughs> We're all about the yellings. Um, and we have to give a shout out real quick to uh, so our our beginning music that we play has a little bit of Bette Midler sampled in there into the My House, My House, and she just opened Hello Dolly last night at the uh, at the what theater she's at in New York on Broadway. Do you know? We'll look that up. Doesn't matter. It's fine. I saw the pictures of Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Matthew Broderick and all them attending the opening of uh, Bette Midler's show. So we have to go check that out when we go to New York next time. I wonder if it's pretty pretty hard to get tickets to a Bette Midler Hello Dolly. I'm sure. It I'm would sure be. it's probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. At the beginning of the show, kind of top of show, we kind of talk about what we did over the week. Uh, or the weeks, because we've been kind of off for spring break. Mm-hmm. Had a little illness back. I got married about four weeks ago. Congrats. Yeah, so I had a picture of that, but I had another photo because we just saw our new photos from a photographer. They're a little bit a little bit darker to see, but we have a whole bunch of shots now from our uh, our awesome photo guy. He did like drone camera work and all kinds of crazy stuff at the house we got married at. and We got married in San Diego. So Nice. Yeah, the weather was perfect. We were just talking about weddings. We were talking about uh, Tamanda, when she got married, she had uh, this white dove just sort of fly by in the middle of her ceremony. Yeah. Oh, oh. There, there. Thank you, Scott, for that horrible man. But those are those moments that, yeah. So we had we had hot air balloon come right over us during our ceremony. A whole bunch of them, actually. We got married in right outside of Del Mar, so where the racetracks are and mm-hmm. stuff. So they have hot air balloons that go up almost every night at a certain time, and that's just kind of when they decided to show up on the night of our wedding. So. You can be blessed with those little moments in life. Uh, um, and then we also, so I also have a restaurant here in town. You do? I do. I have DW Bistro. It's on the west side of town. And uh, we are doing, uh, if you want to pop it up, we're doing Pop Stars and Rock Stars Brunch on Sunday. So every now and then we like to change it up and have some themes going on. So this Sunday we're doing, you can dress as your favorite pop star or rock star and come to brunch. We'll have a DJ doing all kinds of things like that. Maybe you can come as a... Uh, Backstreet Boys or Justin Timberlake or whatever else. Have you seen their show, by the way, in town here? No. The, the Backstreet Boys new show? Mm-mm. Have you, any of you seen it? No. Uh, we keep missing our invitation to openings of these. Somehow I keep getting left off the list of that. Jennifer Lopez. I'm just going to keep naming names of shows. Do you get a chance to go see shows when you're out and about? I do, yeah. I do, I do. What do, you, what do you typically go see when you go out Whatever's free. Whatever's free. Yeah, I'm with you. You know? Are you a member of House Seats? I, uh, uh, actually. That's for Nerda. <laughs> actually, I, I use House Seats, yeah. actually, yeah. for my show. Yes. So, technically, I am. Yeah. And we get a lot of awesome feedback. We'll talk about that. We get a lot of awesome feedback on your show from our from our members oh, that's great. as well. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, they like your show a lot. 
Well, they've and a lot of them they followed L.A. Comedy Club. Whereas, as we were talking top of show, Scott and I about all the venues that L.A. Comedy Club has gone to. Now you're at the Stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, people really love love the comedians they bring in. So, and you have been, and I see you even on TripAdvisor getting a, amazing comments too. So yeah, that's nice to see. So also over our break, we did uh, Andy directed Jesus Christ Superstar. We did that over at the Tropicana. This is a a fantastic cast picture, orchestra band. It was a huge. What did you say? There was about a hundred plus people on that stage, uh, doing the show. Everybody from people from Baz, people from uh, Enoch, over from um, Zombie Burlesque. Uh, we had uh, people from Rock of Ages past, and and a lot of alumni from that. It was an amazing show, and dancers extraordinaire. We've had we had several people on the show over the last weeks uh, about this production. So sold out show at the Tropicana, raised nice. raised money for Golden Rainbow. And uh, yeah, it did very, very well. So, so it was a one night event. One night only, one afternoon only. Oh, and there's our bird. Oh my God, <laughs> we go right to that. So our house has become a menagerie of animals now. We got a, a new dog, so we have two dogs. And then my partner rescued a, a little sparrow from from the parking garage. Uh, we live in a high rise, and so we, we're, we're raising Kevin, which is the greatest name ever. Now he has. Now he's no longer in a box with his poop. That's a great photo. Oh, uh, right, so right. awesome. That's what I was looking at. <laughs> That's his little turd over yeah. there. Sorry. Uh, so he's now living in a in a proper mm-hmm. you know cage, and he wakes up every morning. It's so nice. Are you my mother? So yes, the birds. So I have I have I have to uh, I have to say I'm 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 following you on Twitter now. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah, and I like your tweets. Thank you. I don't even I don't even Twitter anymore, or tweet anymore much, but uh, I know people still do that. <laughs> Birds. Um, so I like this one you wrote today. People come in and out of your life. The ones that remain keep borrowing money. That's so true. That's that is so true. true. That is true. Or they want money. Yeah. No. What I do is I uh, give a proverb of the day. Okay. That I made up. Yeah. So a freebie. It, a freebie. Yeah. And it's, because uh, what I do is I teach, I enlighten. Uh, that's what my show is about. Yes. It's a healing, cleaning center that Vegas desperately needs. <laughs> There's a lot of addictions, and I and I teach you how to uh, embrace those addictions. Why is addiction bad? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, what does addiction mean? Addiction means it's something you like to do a lot. Right. Like a hobby. Uh, you're good at it. You know, uh, you, uh, addicts have focus. <laughs> yeah, they have a tremendous amount of focus. That's why it's called. Sure. That's why it's called getting a fix. Yeah, not, it's not called not. A, it's not called a broken. You know. So, you know, usually the people that come to my shows, yeah. I assume they've hit rock bottom. That's why. Otherwise, they wouldn't <laughs> be there. And you know what they say when you hit rock bottom. Uh, the only way to go <laughs> to is go up. up. And I go, what's your rush? What's your rush? Get comfortable. <laughs> Stay, Stay there at the bottom. We all have beer. Exactly. Stay. Stay. Look, you already defied everyone's expectations. So this is the, te- you know, mm-hmm. and you feel good. You feel good. People come here with problems. A lot of, I mean, clearly you're coming to my show. You have major problems. <laughs> and okay, so what do I, what do I do? Create bigger ones. Mm-hmm. And then you'll forget what you came in for to begin with. That's what. That's why I wrote my book, The Law of Distraction. The Law of Distraction. Now, you, how did you come to the enlightenment of the Tommy Lama over the past uh, stand-up well, or work yeah, you had well, done pre- uh, prior? Okay, well, how did you come to the Lama? Well, when I was in prison, I uh, joined a spiritual order known as the Crips. 
they had an affirmative action program going on at the time, and that's mm-hmm. how I got in. <laughs> and they got me comfortable with public speaking by uh, showering in front of my peers. And as I got comfortable with my body, mm-hmm. so did they. Gotcha. And basically the <laughs> leader, the, the great spiritual leader of the Crips, the yes. great Maharashi Yamaha Suzuki Toyota, mm-hmm. giving me my new name, the Tommy Lama. And from when I got out, I started practicing the, the ways that I, that's when you find religion is when you're in prison mm-hmm. anyway. And how do you think one comes to find you in that sense? So when they come to the stratosphere, they have sought you out for they, this. They, well, some people came by accident, mm-hmm. but the ones that do seek me out really need help. And they come, they come because I make them accept their flaws and turn it into a positive. And like gambling, like gambling mm-hmm. addiction. Which, oh, yeah. You know, uh, they're like, already in the casino. As, as Jesus said, yeah. you know, give up all your possessions and follow me. And by gambling, you're, you're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so for the people who come to your show, what can one expect? Because I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance it's to see it. The show is shows Friday through Tuesday yeah. at the Stratosphere at 10, 10 o'clock. But so tell me, what does what does one expect when they come to see the Lama? It's an interactive, yeah. healing. I show. imagined it would be interactive. Uh, so I do use a lot of uh, energy work. Okay, uh, a lot of healing, a lot of I uh, use chimes, new age mm-hmm. uh, uh, things, and I move people around when the energy's sour, and <laughs> you know, like. People could come in married, and then they wind up leaving with different partners. Uh, yeah. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know, uh, and some sometimes they all couple up and it's a swinging thing. <laughs> it really happens. I'm not joking. Oh, and I, I, and no, I, I, I performed imagine. an impromptu marriage and I'm not even licensed. Nope. I did it. They were going to get married and I just accelerated just, the process. You just, yeah, you have the process. Yeah. How many, how many audience members do you take through this journey on any given night? I mean, who? I mean, how many people come well, to see you? Well, the seating capacity is at 150. Mm-hmm. Thanks to house seats. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it varies every night, you know. Yeah. It depends. Uh, Monday, um, I guess people feel good on Mondays. That's why they don't come. Oh, but I, but oh okay. <laughs> they so don't need your help on I, Mondays. I think something about Monday. Nobody uh, needs your help they, on I think Mondays. They're overconfident. God, man. They, they're overconfident, I guess so. and it's light, you know. Like and then Tuesday very, they, they get downtrodden. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, yeah, they they're realize they're living their they're living their life, which is the reality too hard yeah. to bear. Apathy comes yeah. and they need help. Then they yeah. realize, oh my God, it's the start of the week. I should have came on Monday. That's what happens. Uh, and so, has has this llama act been on the road or just in Absolute, Las Vegas? No, Absolute. no, yeah, I've yeah. taken it on the road. Uh, yeah. And then this summer I was at the Tropicana. Okay. And I Laugh Factory at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm at the Strat. And it's amazing work that's happening here. Do you feel there's more need for you and the Strat over the Trop with people? They need more llama downtown. Well, here's here's the yeah. situation. When I was at the Trop, I had a five o'clock spot. Oh, yeah. So a lot of the people that were attending that show were no longer going to be with us much longer. Mm-hmm. So uh, the ten o'clock has you a little more life the last in them. A little, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was more or less, you know. Yeah. So I, so the, you know, I roll up my sleeves and let's get the work done. <laughs> and what's great about my show <laughs> is that it's you can ha- you have the option of a twenty dollar all you can drink. Yes, I saw this on there. This so is, for that alone, this is quite this is quite a that's that's quite an awesome op- option to pay. Twenty bucks to, to all you can drink, and then the llama comes that much, 
that much more healing. Right. Yeah. Who cares what the llama has Are to say? Are people like levitating after? It's incredible. Yeah, I, I talk to the dead. I speak yeah. to dead animals. It's, it's incredible what happens here. It's, it's a whole hodgepodge, you know? You know, like you got the Dr. Phil, the Dr. Oz's, right? I take all of what they do and I combine the secular with the spiritual. Rachel Ray. Yeah, Rachel yeah, Ray, them, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a tremendous uh, 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 culinary uh, uh -huh. guru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I take all, this, all the arts and I meld them into one. Yeah. It's like my show is half healing, half timeshare, and part Zumba. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's all of that. Yeah. It's an amalgamation. So tell me... Because I've always been curious, and I just watched one of those uh, Chelsea Handler mm. shows on Netflix, you know, where she interviews people. She interviewed Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone, and they have a new show called Nobodies that they produced. And so they were kind of talking about their beginnings of stand-up. Mm. I want to ask you this, because I always, I'm always fascinated about comedians, and we really haven't really delved into, I think you're one of the few comedians we've had on the show, um, to kind of delve into the life of a comedian and how you actually start and and, and uh, Chelsea Handler asked Melissa McCarthy when when she first did stand up, and Melissa didn't know you should prepare anything. She mm. just kind of got up there with a wig and some sort of character and just told stories. Mm -hmm. Whereas Chelsea was talking about how she you know did such a poor job for ten years being a stand up comedian slash waitress, whatever. How did it start for you? Where did you get your start doing stand up? Besides well, jail. Well, before. <laughs> Before this enterprise started, I, I had a different act, and I went to law school. Ah, oh. I went to Brooklyn Law School. Okay. I, I could have gone to Yale or, or Harvard had I been accepted. Brooklyn Law School. And uh, graduated the top third or the bottom third of my class. Uh, okay. The point is this. Uh, I hated law school. Yeah. It was my second year of law school. Yeah. And I said, what am I going to do with this? This is boring. And I, and, uh, and I said... Uh, I know I'll become a judge advocate general for the Marines. So I joined the Marine Corps during the summer of my law school. Okay. Reservist. Yeah, yeah. I'd do a split summer program. And I would make the drill instructors laugh during this time. I would use vocabulary that was above their uh, pay grade at the time. <laughs> and I'd make them laugh. I would make the recruits laugh. I'd go, sir, the pus emanating from my head is unparalleled and second to none. I suggest I do not go outside the barracks. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And right, right. They couldn't believe the audacity, and they actually the drill instructors would have to leave because they were laughing. Yeah, the recruits were laughing. They're very serious over there. Yes, yeah. and then uh, to make a long story short, uh, I didn't complete my program. Yeah, I uh, they wanted to consolidate it. I was like Bill Murray from Stripes. Okay, <laughs> so I had it in my contract. Mm -hmm. Nothing would interfere with my law school. Right. Right. And then uh, as I'm leaving, my drone instructor goes, I hear you leaving, Savit. Good. You're a failure. And when one unfortunate woman's going to marry you and bear you a child and you're watching the next great war on television, your child's going to look up to your blue eyes and you know what you're going to say, Savit? You could have been a Marine. You're a loser. One more thing. Don't be a lawyer. Be a comedian. Oh, shit. And that gave me the impetus during my second year of law school to, to, go, and do to this. go this. And how was your? So did you did you perform in New York first? Did you perform New York? In that? Yeah. I started in New York. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how was that market, particularly for a comedian at that time? This was already the uh, the waning of the boom. You know, this is okay. uh, we're starting ninety four now. Okay. So I'm, I'm at the tail yeah. end of the of the the golden uh, where it was hot. Right. 
you know. So, and I would start, uh, I would perform as as a rookie, as a newbie, uh, going in between the, the likes of David Tell, Dave Chappelle, uh-huh. all, all those cats, right. Jim Norton, all those guys. Um, so I had it's, it was a great education. To I mean, that's you were going with these Ivy League type comedians. Right, right, so right. it's an incredible uh, learning experience. You, who were who are some of the people on the docket when you'd share like uh, the stage? Who are some of the people that you share the stage with? Like like those guys that I just mentioned. Yeah, uh, and then you would have Chris Rock making cameos. Yeah, um, David Brennan. You had uh, oh yeah Tony Woods, Kevin Brennan. I meant I mean. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of the guys that are uh, uh, that are coming around now, coming too. around, yeah, yeah, that've yeah. been around, yeah. So, as far as as far as Vegas is concerned, and and how did you how did you make your way from New York to Las Vegas? Well, I made it from New York to Los Los Angeles. Yes, and then uh, I <laughs> got the trap this summer. Okay. And then I was living in the trap. I still have my apartment, but uh, I moved now in October here to Vegas. Yeah. When I ended the trap and went on to Strat. They had you living in the Tropicana? I was living in the trap. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I know. You know what? I've always thought it Meals. Be, yeah. It was, it was amazing. I always envied, I'm not to the degree that he was, you know, a hermit in there, but I always envied Howard Hughes, the idea of living in the hotel and just being. That's that was your whole life. I love. I mean, everything catered for you. That'd be the best. See, it doesn't best. didn't bother me living on the strip. because yeah. Yeah. it's like New York City to me. Right. So, like, people know I could. I, I loved it. You, you could walk, walk out anywhere. You got action, baby. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when when you came here and with the expectation of what Vegas represents in that sense. Cause I always wonder, especially for you guys, cause you're, you're, you know, you're your own business as a comedian. You're, mm-hmm. you're basically out there putting yourself out there. How, do, how does it differ from these other markets that you're in? Well, uh, basically, uh, I mean, if you don't have a show in Vegas and stand, then you shouldn't be here. Right. No, no, because yeah. it's not, it's not a, um, the com- I mean, the comedy clubs, uh, they book out, they don't really book Vegas acts, they book right. from outside. Gotcha. You, and you're here for a week if you're just doing the clubs. Right. But if you don't have a residency somewhere, um, the only uh, positive about staying in Vegas for a comedian is that it's the best airplane fares you can get. Yeah. So when you, if you go on the road, yeah. there is an advantage to yeah. staying here. And plus you're in striking distance from L.A. If yeah. you need to go for an audition. That's the one thing I always tell people. It's like Vegas is the best to leave when you need to because the airport, get anywhere, fly anywhere, really good fares, mm-hmm. really easy, really easy place. All to times leave. of night. So for that alone. Now, how how would you say in that same sense, how would you say the crowds differ from obviously besides the tourists, but how did you say that the the core, you know, people when you see people and you see when you do a show in LA versus Vegas, the kind of people that come to the show? Well, you get the world coming here. So to me, it's it's like New York in the sense, uh, except that you get more of a West Coast blanching, a blanching, yeah, yeah. blanching, <laughs> blanching audience, yeah, blanching, uh, more They're blanched, West, yeah, more like, so you, like yeah, vegetables, yeah, so you, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, uh, you get a little more West Coast tip, but uh, it's similar to uh, it's similar to uh, New York. I'm not exactly New York is the world. Yeah, uh, here it's similar to that. So you know you could be edgy and you could be saucy and you could be you know they get it. 
they can't. They, yeah. they can't. I mean, well, when you get the heavy dose of the Midwest, and it, 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 it kind of brings it down. <laughs> it brings a little it bit. down a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, it does. You get that Branson <laughs> Branson crowd. Yeah, you get them. You get a lot of those down around the summertime. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Branson. They bring the, down the temperature for the, a little for the bit, free, yeah. the cheaper yeah. rooms and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the fun crowds. You have a lot of Trump jokes in your show. You know what? I well, the llama doesn't really. The, isn't llama, political. the llama doesn't do it. It's apolitical. I, I, it's apolitical, and I provide an escapism. Everyone is doing uh, the Trump jokes yeah. and everything like that. Come to me and make it your own Pee Wee Playhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what nice. it is. Nice. That's what it is. It's a Pee Wee Playhouse for adults. I can't wait to see. That's this what show. it is. This it's is it's total. Uh, We're all it's romper room. Yeah, romper it's romper room. room. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. total romper room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so tell so who are your favorites when you think about the comedians that, like I get a little Roddy Dangerfield coming off of Oh you yeah, 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 totally feel yeah, you got yeah, Rodney, yeah, 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 the Rodney, I love the one-liners, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Rodney's definitely up there. Good, good, good call. Yeah, good call. You're intuitive. You see, I, I could work see, with you. I can see it. You could be you. a disciple. Um, you, yes. I'll bring my symbols with me when I come. I'll sit bring there it. and I'll tell you when it's the next person to come. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and then yeah, Steve Martin. Yeah. You, you know, know, he's is he here or is he coming here at the Coliseum? Steve Martin and Martin Short. I think either that's coming or, it, you know, I probably didn't get my invite again, I would imagine. <laughs> They're going to be at the Coliseum, though. I believe that's coming up. So Also, a great Jim uh, Jim Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim Jones. Yeah. Uh, he was the one that really, tr- truly understood the concept of a two-drink minimum. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave Koresh was another one. Oh yeah, he was really good. These are these are the ones that Tommy Lama looks yeah, up. To. This is a, this, David Koresh. This is what's is on Tommy Lama's wall yes. as he walks out into the crowd. You're, yes, you're, you're definitely. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's on. It's you're on lighting the, a candle for each one of these as you go by. Yeah, you to, get it. Yeah, so you, you, you get it. This. You oh, get it. Yeah. Um. So, for for anyone who aspires to be a comedian, this is something that I'm always interested in because this is not an easy field to get in. And I see people, you know, I see people who talk about. The SNL characters and the people who you know made it on that show and and whatnot. How what advice would you give somebody who'd be watching, talking about wanting to be a stand-up comedian? Well, you're in for a lot of pain. Yeah, a lot of hurt. Do they have a lot of that to share in the beginning? Is that one of the reasons why a lot of people do it? Or well, they think I think they live in the channeling. F- well, if you want to make a living at it, it's a lot of hurt. It's a lot of uh, lean years uh, because. There's so many people, and you know it's it's hard to see a pearl in a uh, in, in a swamp, whatever yeah. the saying goes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of noise, and, and if you do it for the love of it, that will keep you going, and then that's a healthy way. But if you look at your peers and how come they're there and you're not, and then that could cause uh, an imbalance, and that's why my show exists. And with your show, do you often do, because I think we talked about this before the show, you had done a small show at the Hawaiian Marketplace last yes. night. Do you do private gigs? People pay you to come yes. and do private gigs yes, out there? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, I do private. I do it all. Uh, I think we're going to have to. So Andy, you know, does a lot of our House Seats Presents. That's what one of the things he does is he does a lot of our shows like Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. We do a series at the House of Blues called The Set List. But I think we have room in our little arsenal to do some comedy because we haven't really done that. Nice. So you, might have, you might have to come out and do... Uh, a little stint with us. Yes, yes. In front of and our... I call it comedy because that's just my lure to bring of them course. into my show. If I tell them Before spiritual you change their healing, life, they're not going to come. Yeah. Comedy. You know? They're not going to come from the healing. No. Are you sure? The two doors down, there's a healer, I think, right? Isn't she? How's, how, how's, he do, how's she doing? I don't know. 
she she doing so good right there. Right. Yeah. Um for us for us to come to the show, I think we're I think we're all gonna come see your show mm-hmm. next week or this okay. this week, I should say, before Tuesday. Um we're gonna come there for the twenty dollar all you can drink. That's a deal. Yeah. To, you could tune me out. Who cares? What Whatever. I have, well, who cares what the llama has to I say? I mean, there's going to be levitating and all kinds of you're things happening. so, so. good. And by the way, gin is so good for arthritis. I got to tell you. Is I, it? I'm, I'm living testament. I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm on whatever this is, this watered down You know, all, water. these, all these fake healers, the yeah. Dr. Phil's, they, yeah, tell tell they tell you not to drink alcohol. You know, alcohol. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you drink enough alcohol, you vomit. And what happens when you vomit? You release toxins. You cleanse. You you release toxins. Yes. You know, will you black out? Probably. But that's your body protecting you from Uh embarrassing memories. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Which we've had many of. In fact, in the show. And real quick, we were going to have one of your friends and uh, one of my new friends as of last year, Matthew Salcedo. He was not, he didn't, wasn't able to make it. Salcedo. Salcedo. Is that a city in California? Um, we were supposed to have him here, but he was on our show about, I would say almost it's a year ago. Uh, cause he, he, we, we met him through EDC through the electric Daisy mm-hmm. carnival. And so were you in the film? No, I was not. He may I, be I probably was in the background. Okay. And, I saw the film. Yeah. He did a really good job mm-hmm. in that show. We'll have to have him back on cause we are going to go back out to that mm-hmm. uh, in uh, June 17, 18, 19. We're going to go. Are you going to come with us to that? It's above his crowd control right there. I think that's a little too much too much people for you. It's fun though. Have you ever been? No, I've never no. been. I've never oh. been, but I, I'm sure Matt would There's be a lot the of best. healing out there for you to yeah, do. Yeah, I saw I saw healing. it. Mm-hmm. I saw it, but they need my guidance. You could get up there with the DJ and do some healing Absolutely. with them. Would, I, I go, think, by the way, it would be perfect. Yeah. It would be perfect. You mix with Tiesto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I can see that happening. I could totally really, see that happening. Calling be, people up on stage for healings. I, it would be an amazing, the, the, and ama- it would be like uh, something we've never Bethlehem. seen. Bethlehem, it would be like Bethlehem, even better. Shepherds and all, yeah. Mm-hmm. The three wise men. Well, thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Uh, your show is at the Stratosphere. The the um, I was going to call it the Laugh Factory. It is not the Laugh Factory. No. It is L.A. Comedy Club yes. at the Stratosphere. Ten p.m.s Friday. Ten p.m. Ten p.m. Ten p.m.s Friday through Tuesday. Yes, and uh, and any private gigs you might be able to do. Yes, and we'll probably have to go to Steve Martin together. I'd love that. I think that That'd would be, be amazing. This, this is it. This is you. Done. And me. Done. Me and the Look llama. At this. Look at the energy. Me and the llama. Ooh, ooh. Unbelievable. We I'm just achieved. Healed. I don't even have a hiatal hernia anymore. I'm healed. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Bye. Lamas.